Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, welcome to the podcast. Always excited to introduce our guest because I talk about the ability to learn how to learn is the greatest ability one can have. And so no matter what, no matter who you're talking with, everyone has their own unique talents and abilities that you can learn from and you can absorb. At the last mastermind I was just at uh, in Belize, I'm with all these top level leaders and we started out the meeting, like I start out most meetings and talks about the ability to learn how to learn. And I said, if any one of you thinks you know it all on a specific subject, you haven't figured it out. Because John Wooden, who I believe is the greatest coach of all time, he said, you never truly master anything because we are always learning. So our next guest, we're going to do something a little bit different here. So our next guest is Stacy Hall. And you'll learn that I'm very like fly by the seat of your pants when I do interviews and stuff. I have zero questions in front of me. I have thoughts and ideas that just start flooding. Uh, I know we just spoke for the last 30 minutes. So that kind of helps me as we go. But we're going to do an introduction on who you are with just simple, rapid fire questions, and then we'll expand into that. So uh, Stacy, where about do you live right now? And how long have you lived there? 17 years in Las Vegas at the base of the Mount Charleston. How long have you been in network marketing? 14 years consistently. How many books have you written? I have written three on my own, produced two, and I've lost count how many anthologies I've written chapters for. Wow. When does your next book come out and what's the title? It looks like it's out already, but it's you can only pre-order it right now, Selling from Your Comfort Zone. And I'm introducing the concept of alignment marketing and staying in your comfort zone of your values comes out at the end of July. All Jeez. bookstores. I love that. Well, it's always fun hearing experts. Um, and when I say experts, of course, we're always learning, but people that have had success and become authority figures because we can learn from them. And if anything, when you listen, your goal and intent should be to have at least one takeaway that you can add, whether it's to your repertoire with giving vision. As I always say, good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. And so it's casting that vision, better articulating and communicating it to other people. It could be something that you actually implement yourself right now, or it could be something that you table and say, you know what, I'm working on this right now, but this is going to be one of the things that I want to work on for the future. So whatever it is. So your next book that's coming out, this is a topic you've talked about frequently throughout the years of selling from your comfort zone. And you have for most people an oxymoron with two words. They think of selling And then they think comfort zone, right? And it's like, whoa, wait. I know for me, I had this negative connotation for sales and thought, geez, like I'm never doing network marketing because my association to sales was convincing someone to do something they don't want to do, which in reality, we know that that is not it at all. We know we're all selling in all aspects of our life, right? My kids are selling me on, you know, last (laughs) night on having ice cream and then another scoop of ice cream. And so we're always selling. And the night before they were selling on staying up later, right? My wife's selling me and, well, let's go to this place for dinner tonight when I want to go somewhere else. So with that said, maybe tell us a little bit where this came about selling 
from your comfort zone, like this exact, because I love the way it's phrased and title. And then, and then we'll dive into a little bit more in depth on how one can do that. And you put it perfectly. It isn't selling that people are aversion, have an aversion to, because we do. We sell, we convince, we suggest all the time. And, you know, I can say to somebody, you should go check out those great shoes at Target. And I would never think I was selling because I'm not getting the exchange of the money, right? It's when we bring money into the conversation that things get wonky, as I like to say. But where it comes from the comfort zone is, and just one day, years ago, I started thinking, hey, get out of your comfort zone. How? How do you get out of your comfort zone? Which keeps people so concerned about getting out. But then I said to myself, well, what is my comfort zone? It's where I feel comfortable. It's where my standards are. It's where my values are. Wait a second. I don't want to get out of the zone of my values. I want to stay right here. And then that led to this whole mindset shifting within me. And I started asking people and I got the same thing. It's like, you have to get out of your comfort zone to be successful. Okay. But isn't your comfort zone where your values are? Yes. So you want to get out of your values? No. And I started noticing everybody's doing the same thing. When you put it that way, we're like, no, I want to stay true to my values. Well, when I stay true to my values, it becomes really easy to make relationships because I just stand there. This is who I am. And now where does the selling come from? It doesn't. It comes from what we always say in network marketing. The sharing is genuine. It's authentic. It's we're having a conversation. Now you know that I stand for trustworthiness, if you know me at all, integrity and personal accountability. So if I make a suggestion to you about a product that I'm representing, you know that I'm being trustworthy about what I'm saying about it. I'm making sure I'm staying in integrity with what I say about it. And I'm taking personal accountability for myself using it before I share it with you. I find at that point, the conversation about money goes away. It, it disappears. That's where it comes to. I mean, I could go on and on, Rob, but that's, it's that concept of, can we just talk to people from our values? So when someone says, get out of your comfort zone, then maybe create a reassociation of maybe you're uncomfortable with approaching people as a generalization, inviting, which we all have to invite. But a lot of times they misinterpret, get out of their comfort zone. Like they, they need to have a completely different type of approach. And so now they confuse this, this whole comfort zone, right? And I'm trying to just put it, put it into You're doing my it own interpretation. Perfectly. perfectly. Absolutely. Perfectly. Think of it as we want to expand, right? We have no problem growing and expanding. Like if you say, or do you believe in personal development? Of course I do. But I don't want to learn how to do something I don't believe in. I want to learn how to do more of what I believe in. So what you just said about the invitation, if I may, is if somebody tells me they invite people a particular way, and that's the 
only way that you can be successful inviting people, that is exactly how most people say, well, they're the leader. This is the only way I haven't learned. No, you just haven't learned how to invite people your way. Why don't we spend time? This is me as a team leader. Let's spend time looking at, you probably invite people, you'd invite people to coffee. You'd invite people to dinner. How would you do that in a way that's comfortable for you? And then let's apply that to the business. So if people truly confuse one of one of my big events, which by the way, if you're not registered, if I remember, I'll drop it in the link. If not, you'll find it. But um, 2023, I will have an event April 21st to 23rd, a generic event. We already had in the first couple of weeks, 15 different companies register. And one of the concepts we really dove into last time was not confusing principles and techniques. And I think in network marketing specifically, like, like you're saying there, Stacey, I'm remembering a mentor told me, hey, do it my way. And, you know, at the beginning and make your first million my way, and then you can make it however you want. And the problem was, is many of them were teaching me to say things that I would never, ever say. Like, it just didn't fit. So I had to learn to extract the principle. And I extract the principle of their invite. And and one of their invites is I extract the principle of the world loves boldness. It makes people curious. It's contagious. I extract the principle. They're short and sweet and straight to the point. And so I extracted, like, everything I could, principle, principle, principle. And I said, okay, now how do I double down and apply those principles with my own unique style and personality because I tried doing it their way and people would look at me so weird. Like, who, who are you? What are you doing? So what are maybe some steps or ways that someone can actually utilize their comfort zone to really crush their business and, and double down on it? So they actually can, I mean, a, a pun on words, feel comfortable in their comfort zone, right? Because a lot of it's just knowing you're heading in the right direction. Too many times in network marketing, people start climbing this mountain thinking it's the right way. And it could be, but they see someone else climbing another way. They climb back down, climb that way. They see someone else climbing another way. They climb back down, climb up that way. And over and over again, and maybe all those ways they could have made it, some slower, some faster, but in the end, they never make it because they keep climbing up, down, up, down, up, down, and they don't have that focus or that path. So that's where we're looking for you some for some direction and guidance to help give us that path so they know they're headed in the right direction. So what you just asked is exactly what I told a client last night because she had her direction. We had already had a conversation. She was, and then all of a sudden she had a week's worth of training from other people. And it was, now how can I take this and put it in? How can I take this? And I said, marketing is not a hot fudge Sunday. <laughs> like, Yes, you can put hot fudge, caramel, whipped cream, and a cherry on top of your ice cream and it all tastes great. You can't do that with marketing. Marketing or selling, it starts with the marketing, is very, being very, very clear. So here's the first step. And this is not what usually companies teach. The first step is we have to know what we love about life. So if our families are the thing that light us up, we need to write that down. Like mm-hmm. literally write it down. If tennis, I know your family tennis is a really big deal. If doing tennis together with your family is what lights you up, write it down. 
But what a lot of people will say to me, Rob, very quickly is they'll go, I love to teach people. I love to improve people's lives. And I'll say, how? How do you love? Oh, I just loved how do you love and why do you love it? So that is the biggest question that has to be answered first. Once you know what you love, and in this particular client's case, she loves ballroom dancing. And I said, so you want to teach people how to do ballroom dancing? And some of your folks right now are listening like, what does this have to do with network marketing? Hold on. We're getting there. It's a paradigm shift. And she said, no, I don't want to teach people ballroom dancing. I want to teach them what I learned by becoming a ballroom dancer and how to approach it life that way. I went, great, because I bet there's a lot of metaphors of moving through life, how you move on a dance floor. Then I said to her, so what products have helped you be able to be a better ballroom dancer? Mm. And she gave me a list of her network marketing products. And I said, so do you think those same products, even if somebody didn't want to be a dancer, but they wanted to be able to be more successful in life, more masterful, more graceful, more able to move through life, would those same products be able to help them? Yes. Okay, great. Now you know what you're selling and why you're selling it and what problems those products can address. Now she's in her comfort zone. And what she wanted to do was like to bring in products that other people were selling. And I'm like, so let's look at this. Would those products have helped you be able to master ballroom dancing or how you want to teach them? She's like, no. I said, so now you've got your answer. You don't sell those. They sell it because they have a different audience. Stick with the products that you use for yourself. And now you'll be successful in your zone. So those are the first three things. What's your passion? Do you want to pe- teach people how to enjoy your passion or some version of your passion? Yeah. And then do you sell products that help you enjoy your passion more? Because if so, other people will want to use those products for the same reason. And then it becomes you're talking about the things that you're in alignment with, with the other person. You're not trying to shove a, you know, a size nine foot into a size six shoe. That's great. And, and I'm, as I'm listening, I'm thinking about how, you know, too many times when we're building this business, how we're trying to force everything and we haven't caught the vision. And so when I simplified earlier of this business is have vision, give vision, I look at that as step one is having the vision. And then of course we had step two and step three. And then part of that is learning to cast that vision for other people because it's different things for different people, but no matter what skills and strategies you're learning until you get that right, you're never going to make it happen. It's like, what's the first thing we do if we're going to build a puzzle. And a lot of people say, well, you got to put the corner pieces up. No, you have to know the picture of the puzzle first, right? You have to have the vision. Then after that, then yeah, we get strategic and say, okay, what are the corner pieces that we get to start with? Then we build everything else. And so, you know, first we got to have the vision, then we can start help giving that vision to other people with the corner pieces. And, you know, of course, some people fit, some won't fit. So a couple more questions. What is, 
What do you find that is the biggest thing that holds people back? What's the biggest like stuck factor? Like you explain all this to them and then they come back to you and they're like, I heard it all. I, I get it. But right. But typically deletes everything they just said. Yeah. But I'm just still, I'm stuck. I'm, I've been stuck for the last two years. You know, my business is just maintaining or it's dropping down. I can't get that next rank. Like help me get unstuck. Okay. Two answers to that. And they are actually equal. One is you've just been given new information to put into practice. And when I say you, the person who's saying they're stuck and they immediately then tell me the way it's been in the past. And I will always say to my team members, I just gave you something to do for the future. You just took me to your past. You didn't know this before. So does it really matter that you failed in the past when I've just shown you why if you take these steps, you can move forward? So that's number one is continuously bringing the past and dumping it on our path right in front of us. You know, that's it. You're stuck. You're still you're still living in the past instead of, can I just step over that now and go forward with something new that could work. And the second is belief. And so I, I have this formula. I say, get in alignment with yourself, your values, what you're selling, how you want to sell it. Get in alignment with that. Then believe in that alignment. If you can't believe in yourself, if you don't believe you're credible, if you don't believe you have enough authority, if you don't believe you have enough money, Okay, we can spend years trying to help you with that. But if you can believe that you're in alignment with what you love about life, that your products help you love what you love about life, and that you can talk about that, if you can stay believing that, then you will stay consistent in your actions. So you probably thought I was going to say inconsistency, which everybody says. We all know inconsistency leads to no success, but... What's the problem that leads to inconsistency? It's lack of belief. And rather than trying to believe in ourselves, if that's too difficult, let's just believe in what we feel passionate about and how our products help us to feel more passionate about that. Alignment plus belief times consistency will always, always, always lead to sales, satisfaction, and success. Do you have any, what do you do as far as surroundings go? Um, do you do, what do you believe in the most? And maybe give us a little bit of detail. Is it personal affirmations? Is it, is it a specific type of, of goals, uh, daily, you know, type schedule or monthly? Um, you know, is it a combo of all of that with a dream board and mission statement? Like I always talk about vision is number one, if you have that, everything else falls in place, but what are the things that fall in place? And the second thing I talk about is environment. And that's all of these different things. Of course, it's the law of association of the people as well. Social media can play into environment and then all the things I just listed. So what are, what are some of those things? Okay. Well, I'm going to say yes to everything you said. So you can't see it, but right behind my computer is my vision board. Yeah. Okay. Always there. I have affirmations as well on my wall. Yes. I have my anchors 
So the book here, because it's coming, this is the one that I have all the others, plus books from all the other experts that I've learned from right here. So I can see it when I'm looking on a Zoom. I feel supported by all of it. The salt lamp is natural approaches, which I, I love. And I'm obviously not promoting any network marketing company, but the lighthouse is me reminding myself that the light is always within me if I want to tap into it. So lighthouses. Every morning, I have a group of people that we've been doing this for years. We text each other every morning, something positive to get us out of bed and get going. I have a study group that I'm that I lead. They've all become friends of mine every day. And I have a system, I have a method of what I'm going to post every day. I already know what the topics are going to be by day. And I and then I have this is my process for making friends, engaging, and making sales. I check the posts that I did the day before, or the reels or the videos. I yeah. see who responded to them. Those are the people I communicate with first. Then I put up another post or a reel. Then I'll go into two groups where I have connections with people and I start making new friends in those groups. And that's my process. So I have uh, every, everything you just said, but it starts with vision and, I, and I'm here. Like I've got my hours that I work and I'm blessed to be able to have I'm in this time of my life where the kids don't need us. The animals do, but they're not puppies anymore. They're, they're healthy. They're in their healthy stage of life. They're even you know, still, they're, right? People can just create their own variation, even if it's less. But I love how yeah. the two words that come to mind are the same words saying the same thing in a different way or deliberate and intentional. Yes. And those that are successful uh, in the beginning, you don't really know how to be quite as deliberate or intentional. You're trying to learn. You know, you don't know where the target quite yet is that you should focus on. And we just helped with, with that. She, Stacy helped with that. I helped with that. Last question. So you are one of the social media gurus and help people how to really just find their authentic voices and, and do social media the right way. Um, what would be some of your top tips that you would give to someone on, right, let's just let's just say they want to smash social media the next 30 days. They're willing to do whatever it takes. Stacy, I am all in. This is my focus. You tell me what to do and I'm going to do it for the next 30 days. Beyond that, hopefully I can commit. But for the next 30 days, you're all mine. What would you say? Okay, well, first off, thanks for the compliment. I don't know about being a guru today. <laughs> I've been able to help many people be more successful on social media. So let's go back to what's your passion? Okay. okay. Who do you want to teach that passion to? And what products do you have? You've got to know that very clearly. Now from there, you choose one platform. So unless you've got the money of a Gary Vaynerchuk or you, you do not hire people at the beginning yeah. to do your social media work. I'm going to teach you what to do yourself, even if you're an introvert. So it becomes First, you choose the platform where you spend the most time yourself personally. If you go to Facebook most often, you're going to choose Facebook. If you scroll through Instagram, you're going to choose Instagram. If you love YouTube videos, you're going to choose YouTube. And if you're constantly using Pinterest or Clubhouse or TikTok, 
one platform. You're not going to do more than one platform during the 30-day period because you want to be able to own that platform. And spreading yourself too thin isn't going to work help because the more you make connections with people, if you have to go here, there, and everywhere, you're going to drop balls. Makes sense, right? Yeah. So you own your platform. Whatever the profile page is for that platform, you make sure that you communicate in one line because there's always a bio line. What do you stand for? Okay. So my client, she says, I'm a ballroom dancer and I teach people how to dance through life with ease. That's her line. Okay. I help women entrepreneurs primarily, although I have a lot of med clients now. So really, I help entrepreneurs who are frustrated. They're not making the difference they want to make fast enough. I help them attract their ideal audience, increase their income, and leave a legacy that lives on long after they're gone. It's a little wordy, but it fits. So you want to be able to tell people what you do. Then you want to be communicating tips. Yes, some lifestyle. Yes, some lifestyle. But the lifestyle is communicating what you're grateful for that you mm. learned. You're able to live this lifestyle because you learned, as you say, Rob, put these principles. Yeah. So a tip every day that your audience would be grateful to hear, whether it's a reminder or something new. Every day, you're going to do that. Then you're going to start. So if you're on Facebook, you're going to find two groups of people. So my client, women over 40 is primarily her audience. She found two groups of women over 40. It's just it, women over 40, connecting. She's a woman over 40. She's going to go make friends. Now, my book goes further into detail, not to yeah. just have a limited amount of time, how you make those friends. But she's going to spend time every day in those two groups making friends. They're going to look at her profile page. They're going to see that she's talking to them about things that women over 40 who are frustrated, they're not moving through life better, would love to hear. She's forming a bond. She's going to be able to get them to have a call with her, a chit-chat call about what more they would love for her to share with them. And during that call, she's going to easily be able to say, by the way, in addition to what I do here, there's also some things I buy. And Rob, this is my phrase. I, I always tell my clients, do not say you sell something. Not because you're afraid of it, but because if you tell people you sell it, they immediately think they're going to have to sell it too if they say yes. This might be a little controversial, but I'm saying I have improved my yeses so much by saying, would you like to see where I buy it? Mm, that's really good. Would you like to see where I buy it? Where I buy it, because people are used to buying things. We're not taking them out of their comfort zone. Their comfort zone is, sure, where do you get it? Is that Walmart, Target, Nordstrom's? Hmm. Where do you buy it? And, you, and hopefully you're on Zoom and you take them to the website. Now, they're going to see your name on it. Of course they are. But it is where we buy our own products. 
It's true. Through our website. Amazon. You have to log in to your own Amazon website to be able to buy it. We're just asking people to do what they already do, not something that they've never considered doing before, like get out there and sell. No, let's make them comfortable. They can buy it too. You say, here's where you buy it. Would you like me to help you show you how to set up your website so you can go in and log in anytime you want to buy it? They're going to say yes, because they're used to that. And some people might be going, well, then how do you do the starter kit? Well, maybe you don't the first time. I know. Oh, my God. But what if that one product is all they need to get started with? They fall in love with it. They keep ordering it. The next time they go in, they start looking around. And then they come to you, which is what always happens to me. I love this product so much. I want to sell it. They always say, I want to share it. I want to sell it. How do I do that? Now I've got a business builder because it was their idea. They're in love. They didn't feel pushed. Now they want training. Rob, there's that's what I suggest. Well, I mean, it goes back to questions are the answers and you do such a good job of navigating a conversation and asking questions where it's whatever you want to call it, conversation selling, right? Suggestion selling. It's not the hardcore uh, pitch selling. It's And it's finding a win-win, as she said at the very, very beginning, which is so key and critical. Stacy, a couple questions to finish. Really simple. Where can people find you on social media and where can they get your book? Well, of course, I'm going to give you the link. So this is what's easy. Stacy, the hard part is remembering to put the EY in. Stacy. Hey, I had to look again today. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't, I was like, is it I? Is it EY? Is it just Y? But I've got it now. That's the hardest part. I was just saying, I'm (laughs) I'm an affiliate for an organization that I wasn't getting the emails. It's because even though I signed up, whatever they did at the back end, they left out the E. So I wasn't getting my affiliate link. Yeah. So it's Stacy. Hall one. So I'm Stacy Hall one on Facebook, yeah. the number one, the number one, because there's so many Stacy Halls on LinkedIn. I'm Stacy Hall one on Instagram. I'm success with Stacy Hall. And those are really, I'm on Twitter, but the three sites that I, and I've been doing this for a while. So that's why I'm on yeah. three, but I mastered Facebook. No. Yeah. I'd say I was on LinkedIn for a while. I left it. I mastered Facebook, went back to LinkedIn, mastered that, and then added Instagram probably about six months ago. Well, I love it. And where can people find your book? Is on your website? Amazon. Amazon, every country, Amazon. It's or Barnes & Noble or Walmart or Target, or if you're in Canada, Indigo Chapters. It is traditionally published by Barracolor Publishers distributed throughout the world. It doesn't matter what country yeah. you're in. You will be able to pre-order it. You have to go online. It's not in the yeah. stores yet, but you can pre-order from any bookseller already. Unless you're watching the replay or listening to the replay right now, then you're like so lucky. Sometimes the replay, you can be lucky as, as yeah, or if it's months or years later as we go. Well, Stacy, I just want to thank you so much. So many different insights. I learned some things. I learned some things of how to rephrase things. I mean, even the 
you know, let me show you where you can buy, or do you want me to show you where you can buy like little things like that? You're just always adding, add to the repertoire so you can go crush it and make it happen. Stacy, I appreciate you. It's been fun to get to know you. I know all of you that are watching found value. If you could please go leave a review for podcasts. That's the best way to continue to get more exposure. And of course, as always, share with your teams. I mean, I think right now this is podcast number, I don't know, it's close to 300, 300 free episodes that people can listen into and tune into. So as always, thank you so much. May I say thank you to you. This was an honor. Uh, I'm, I'm truly an honor. I love your show and I'm looking forward to spreading your show to people that don't know what an amazing resource this is. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.